Welcome, welcome, welcome back. The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. It is the draft special, everybody. I'm Jack Knowlton. Joined alongside me, as usual, is Kenny Van Doren and Peyton Haverman. Guys, how we doing? Dandy, dandy. Uh, we've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. I finally, after what's it been, two months, got my Tom Brady shirt to wear. Yeah, Kenny and Peyton uh, are, are swagged out. Oh, before yes, sir. you continue, Peyton, we of course also want to welcome in our special guest for the week. We're going to have get to talk. every week. Well, Too bad. Well, but hang on, hang on. We're going we're gonna to welcome in our guest first. It's uh, the... Como's, Como's best draft uh, analyst, I'm going to say. It's our good friend Jacob Infante. Infante, welcome to the show. Are you ready to break down all these picks? No. He's not. He's well, not I ready. can't hear him. There he is. You can hear, can you hear uh-huh. me now? Yes. There we go. Oh, he's loud and clear. There we'll we loud go. and clear. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Kenny, how are you doing? Screw it. We'll do it live. <laughs> I'm doing great. How is everyone else doing? I'm doing good. 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 Um, I also got this. a Tom Brady shirt, actually. It yeah. Is the, it is the picture of Tom Brady getting pulled out of the... Super Bowl, the Super Bowl parade because he was acting so silly. He was so silly. He was getting pulled out. Mm-hmm. And Peyton yeah. and I matching shirts on today. It's crazy. Yeah, Peyton and Kenny are, are matching with the drip. Back. Clap it up! Clap it up! Alrighty. Cute. Well, I mean, Clocks. we don't want to save. You know, we don't want to save the 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 real content of the. I guess the the big part of this episode, which of course we had all of our friends across the sporting world and across the football world select a team that they would then choose a a player for in a in a mock first round of the nfl draft um however really quickly before we get into really anything further um obviously if if you guys haven't seen across the airwaves um some really really sad news in the world of basketball um terrence clark who was a star freshman of the university of kentucky passed away um yesterday in a car accident really really sad to see he was just 19 um he was, you know, projected to get drafted, just signed with an agent. Um, so, you know, obviously just we, we at The Unwritten Rule just want to give our condolences to the family and everybody. And if you guys have anything to say, you can go ahead. But just, you know, hope his family is okay and they're in our thoughts and prayers for, for that. But Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that big into, like, basketball recruiting. I don't really know that many uh, prospects and that many college Basketball players aren't like the big names, but you know, hearing someone that was going to be drafted and that they're younger than me, yeah, is something just hard it, to it understand. Was, it was shocking. Yeah. Like I, at this point in my life, I still feel like I'm the youngest person. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's no athlete that's about to make their debut in the professional sport that's younger than me. Right. And it's just like hard to wrap like wrap your head around. And you know, in the end, it doesn't really matter like how like how he died, but just the fact that he's gone mm-hmm. right before like he was about to start this. New chapter in his life. He yeah. had just signed with an agency. Too. He did, That's, and ugh. yeah, we just our our thoughts go out to to his family, of course, and we hope you know they are they are in the thoughts and prayers. But uh, yeah, obviously very sad news. Um, but yeah, other other than that, are you guys get are you guys just about ready? Do we have any? Anything, I think I'm ready else? to go. Okay. I'm ready to go. Well, um, yeah. With with that said, um, <laughs> we are gonna dive into the the first round. Like I said, we had our good. Our good friends across the footballing world pick some players for us in, uh, in a mock draft. And Fonte, what are your what are some pre-draft thoughts? Maybe to give the people some context, you know, about just the draft in general before we get into it. Yeah, for sure. So I think that when I'm watching this 2021 class, I see a group of quarterbacks. That's the big headliner. The quarterbacks, the five guys who are probably going to go in round one. Uh, everyone's talked about him to death at this point. It's almost a waste of time to you know talk because somebody's already said it. So, but obviously, 
this it's a very talented quarterback class at the top. Uh, really deep in terms of wide receivers and offensive tackles. Uh, if you're in need of any of those premier offensive positions, then you're in luck this year because it's a really deep class at uh, both of those two positions. Uh, not necessarily the best defensive class. I'll be totally honest. Uh, this interior defensive line class might be the worst I've watched uh, in terms of comparing them to past draft classes over the past five or so years. And it's not really great at the edge rusher position either. I look at a couple of guys and say, okay, they can be solid starters, but how many of them can be true difference makers at off the edge as a pass rusher? I'm not so sure. But regardless, it's still a really talented class. It's a bit more offense-heavy than defense-heavy, but regardless, I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, this Thursday just to see what happens. Yeah, certainly going to be a fun draft. Caden, Pen- uh, Wow, Caden Penny. I just mixed that up. Kenny, wow. you have a question. You're raising um, your hand. Before we start, the first annual drum roll, please. Oh, Nat's, Nat's unwritten rule. Nat sound. Mock draft. We have a trade. We do have a we trade. Did have a we trade. did we have, do a trade. have a trade to break down. This was um, very unlucky. Yeah, very, very <laughs> unfortunate uh, to happen literally an hour, an before, hour before we were show. set to, to go on the air. Um, Kansas City, the Chiefs trading their first round pick um, to Baltimore. I think they traded, what, three other so picks? Was they the, traded. The Chiefs got Orlando Brown, the Ravens 2021 second round pick, which is number 58. And the 2022 sixth round pick, Baltimore gets uh, the Chiefs' 2021 first round pick, which is number 31. Yep. Their third round pick, number 94. Fourth round pick, number 136. And the 2022 fifth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Really big blockbuster. Big blockbuster. Right and we said this Buster at the beginning trade. of the week because um, I hate to tell everyone this, but this draft won't be live. Yeah, no, we did. It, we don't oh, yeah. have the logistical yeah. power. Yeah, we don't have the logistical power or time. Yeah, the, the picks were made. The picks were made. And we have an hour. Tuesday. We don't have much time. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so the whole plan was to get everyone to message me their pick, and then we just call it in like an actual draft. Right. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs lost their first round pick. Kara Brown, who chose for the Chiefs, no longer has her pick. We'll still mention who she yes. wanted. When who we she get wanted. when we get to there, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll mention who she had. But, but the Ravens now have two first round picks, Ravens, and that's been yes. fixed. But that, that was kind of unfortunate because we were like, let's get it in. Like, this is about to happen. Mm-hmm. No trades. Right, right away. Right before the show. Right away. But we fixed it. Hate to see it. A little bit of bad luck there. But, yes. Um, are we ready, guys? Do we just? I believe we're ready. What order do we want to go I to? Am I, born ready, am I announcing the first overall pick? Yeah, and then just Infante goes me. with it. Okay. Well, we can't have a we can't have a draft announcement. With, and I hope this works. It'll be really embarrassing if it doesn't. But the pick is in. The first round pick. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh-huh. And with. The first overall pick in the 2021 Duh Unwritten Rule draft, Zach Hernandez, representing the Jacksonville Jaguars, has selected Trevor Lawrence. Not too much controversy there. A fun fact about this pick, I asked him to send me his pick, and he said, let me think about it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Take it away, so, Fonte. Zach's, Zach's a troll, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He uh, wanted Kellen Mond. Dude, don't even say Kellen Mond's name, because <laughs> yeah. anytime I hear him, I get really panicked. Because he's uh, going to be a bear? Because he's going to be a bear. They're going to take him in the first round, and I'm so... I, I'm ready for it, but not in a good way, if you know what I'm right, saying. But right. Yeah, th- this is a no-brainer. I mean, everything that's transpired ever since the season ended, uh, Trevor Lawrence was going to be the first overall pick here. Jacksonville gets their franchise quarterback. Urban Meyer gets a guy that he can work with and try and make a title run within the next few years. 
Jacksonville really hasn't had the best of luck in the quarterback position in recent years. Blake Bortles was great. Yeah, Blake Bortles didn't pan out. I mean, David Garrard did pretty well for a little bit, but he but was he never, wasn't. I mean, that was he yeah. was never an elite level quarterback. Yeah, and that was also more than a decade ago. That's true. Since the turn of the 2010s, we've seen the guys like Blaine Gabbert, uh, True Son, and Blake Bortles, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles. Uh, it's been rough. It's been a rough decade for the Jaguars in terms of quarterback play. So getting a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who's seen, if not the best since Andrew Luck in 2012, he's the best since Peyton Manning in 1999. 98, rather. The best quarterback to enter the draft. And I feel like this is a slam dunk pick. It's as easy as it gets. Yeah, I, I think that just about sums it up. Do you guys have any other thoughts? We're moving on. Um, we have some arguing on our Twitter feed right now with this pick. We were actually tweeting the picks at uh, KCO or on KCOU Unwritten on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but we had uh, some arguments saying that this was a bad pick. Yeah, that's incorrect. <laughs> this is probably the ba- easiest. This is, along with number two, the easiest pick in the draft to make. And so, with that, shall right, we move I'll go, on? I'll go next. Number two pick is in. Kenny. Uh, the New York Jets, represented by Tyler Kading uh, of KCOU, has selected quarterback Zach Wilson from BYU. Whoa. Good move. Yeah. Good move. No, no, Even though he's QB3. We're supposed three, to boo because it's the Jets. Oh, boo. boo or they boo the Jets commissioner, boo. at least. Or they boo all their picks. They should have taken uh, Warren Sapp. <laughs> what? Or Spawn. <laughs> Is it Spawn? Sap, the who who did they miss in 1995? Oh, Warren Sap is a it, baseball it was Warren player. Sap. They took a, the defense. Uh, they took a, a tight, tight end. end That's Henry. right. Yeah. I don't remember he his was, name. Wasn't he awful? He was bad. Yeah, I yeah he only played like three years. Yeah, Warren Sap went to five Pro Bowls. Yeah, didn't they Oof. cheer when they drafted Mark Sanchez? I don't he was remember. A I hope so. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He, he, was led, he led him to two Break AFC championship appearances. We'll have to go. We'll have to go quick. Break it down. Three of these. But yeah, Zach Wilson again. He's very likely to be the pick at number two in real life. Uh, whether you have Justin Fields ahead of him or not, uh, Zach Wilson's going to be the pick at two. Just in terms of his dynamic ability, throwing on the run, uh, incredible arm talent, can throw from any angle, got really good velocity behind his throws. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of pressure for him going in day one and being in the Big Apple, but I think he's built for it. I think that he has the chance to turn around this franchise that hasn't really had a lot of luck in the past decade or so. Yeah. I, I personally Some have... Some Andrew Luck? Oh, my gosh. He's not even <laughs> going to the shut Colts. shut up. <laughs> I, I think, like, Justin Fields... I like Justin Fields more than Zach Wilson, but I understand why... I'm with you there. ...they're picking him I, at I, two. It's not that I'm not a Zach Wilson fan, but people have really so overthought loud. Justin <laughs> Fields. Yes. Oh, yeah, we all heard it. Oh, Everyone yeah, heard it. All right. But... All right. Uh, Peyton, do you want to do pick three? Sure. All right, playing the jingle. With the third pick in duh unwritten rule mock draft, Luke Magnanti. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Luke Magnanti had the pleasure of selecting Justin Fields, yeah. quarterback, the Ohio State University. And he actually did not want to choose Justin he, Fields. He did not. But Peyton he, kind of restricted him to two options. So did you. <laughs> yeah, he reported to me that he was forced. He wanted Penny he was, he was forced to pick. Look, that, um, they're picking a quarterback at three. Like, they're not picking Penny I mean, Sewell. Take it, yeah. take it away, Infante. Yeah, yeah, Infante, break it down. All right, so the 49ers trading up to three is very clearly for a quarterback. They wouldn't be doing it otherwise. And I feel like Justin Fields is the smart pick here. I don't know if they're going to do it in real life. I feel like it could be Trey Lance. It could be Mac Jones. It could be Justin Fields. I have truthfully no idea what the 49ers are going to do at three. But Justin Fields, in my opinion, is far and away the best of the bunch. 
in terms of his accuracy, his athletic ability. He's got a good arm strength and uh, just reads the field well, which is a bit of a narrative that I disagree with that, oh, he can only look to his first read, but he was graded out as having the best ability to look past his first read in this draft class. So, yeah, Justin Fields is the type of guy you can build a franchise around, future pro bowler in my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah, I think that's a good shout too. Like he's he's so talented. He's so dynamic. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what the 49ers do with with Justin Fields. I know the representative of this pick is not but thrilled. Yeah, yeah as he just texted me, I can't repeat some of the words he texted me but. because he's biased against anyone that's not in the Pac-12. Wow. No, he just really likes Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, he just likes Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Oh. He has Jimmy Garoppolo he's a, socks. He's a big, he does have Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo socks. Jimmy G? Jimmy G. All right, he's we, so handsome. Shall we move on to the fourth he's pick? He's gorgeous. Mm, sure. Yes, we should. Infante, do you want to do the fourth pick? Yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. With the fourth pick in the 2021 The Unwritten Rule mock draft, the Atlanta Falcons, on behalf of Kevin, who is at <laughs> Trollin' Arenado, select Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Four quarterbacks in the first four I picks. Think I, personally, I think that's very much the correct pick. I'll let you break it down, but I think that's a smart pick. Yeah, so with Trey Lance, uh, the Falcons are in a situation where they're probably not going to be picking this high again for quite some time. You have Matt Ryan under contract uh, for at least one or two more years. There isn't really an out after that in his contract. Trey Lance is the type of guy you can afford to have him sit for a year or two, and then eventually whenever Matt Ryan goes, you give Trey Lance the wheels. This is probably the riskiest pick you can make in this draft, but man, if he isn't so much fun to watch. Just his arm strength uh, is one of the top in the class. He's a dual-threat athlete, just incredible in terms of making guys miss and running him over as a runner. Shown really good flashes of a deep ball. I think that being a one-year starter at the FCS level is questionable, and he makes some bad decisions, but he has some concerns that can be fixed by coaching. He has what you can't teach. He has those intangibles. I think if he lands in the right system, which Atlanta would be, he could be a really good player. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, like, moving on from Matt Ryan, like, what what the future of that team is going to be. And it's it's exciting. And I, I agree with you, Infante. It's like a, a weird spot to be in because there's a lot of directions you can go in. But could very much see the Falcons doing uh, this. My analysis is that uh, Kevin was our guest last week. This is true. And he is a diehard Cardinals fan. And uh, good at pickup baseball. And so if you like Cardinals content, follow Trollin Arenado. There you go. Good guy. I liked Kevin. Shameless plug. All right. Shameless plug. Next pick is me. Yeah. All right. With the fifth overall pick in the 2021 uh, Unwritten Rule Draft, Adam, is it? Is it? Bednarak. Bednarak. Um, Adam Bednarak, who is representing the Bengals, selects Jamar Chase. Ooh. Wide receiver. LSU, I didn't say Louisiana State. Now, full disclosure, I think this is the right receiver because I believe Jamar Chase is wide receiver one. I would have picked Penny Sewell here. Yeah. And I'm starting to believe that the Bengals will go with Jamar Chase in real life. Yes. uh, And that connection with Joe Burrow. uh, I feel like that's something that he's been lobbying for within the front office. But I do agree. I think Penny Sewell should be the pick here. I think that just what he brings as a blindside protector – you see, you guys saw that Bengals offensive line this year. It was it was, was terrible, garbage. <laughs> so they need as much help as they can get. But I do like Jamar Chase. I I made the change last night. I had Devontae Smith as receiver one for the longest time. I changed it to Jamar Chase. I gave in. 
Devontae Smith is now my wide receiver, too. Jamar Chase is the guy. I think it's a fine pick. I have a question for you. Yes. Since Jamar Chase didn't play last year, is that tarnishing his draft stock at all? Not necessarily. I mean, I feel like there are valid concerns because he only really had that one great year. Like 2018, he was kind of a rotational guy. In 2019, he really broke out. So he really only has one great year to go off of. So that that is concerning to an extent. But all the all three of the top receivers have some sort of concern. Chase didn't play in 2020. Uh, Devontae Smith is super skinny. And Jalen Waddell uh, dealt with injuries over the course of 2020. You don't know exactly how those medicals are going to turn out. But I'm going with Chase here. I think that he's my wide receiver one. I do like the pick, even though I probably would have gone with a different pick here. I want to play devil's advocate for just a second before we move on. Let's hear it. Everyone, I've, I've talked to you guys, and all three of you, I think, would say you would prefer to them to take Penny Sewell over yes, Jamar Chase. I would. Yeah. I think they should take Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell. I think, like, and it's I really only have one argument, which I, I understand. I would understand if they took Penny Sewell, but I think... In some parts, like buying into what your quarterback wants might not be the worst maneuver just because. What is he cackling at over there? Just because, like, I don't know. I, I think there's a, there's a real thing with chemistry, and I think linking up with your college receiver could actually make a big difference, but it's not going to make any difference if he's on the treatment table all season. So, you know, there's, there's a pro and con there, but I support the Jamar Chase pick. That's all I'm. I don't think it's a bad pick. They got the right receiver. Yeah. I just don't. I would have t- protected Joe Burrow. I gotcha. All right, Kenny, you six. Yeah. With the sixth pick, the Miami Dolphins, represented by Stefan Tiger Emoji, also known as BJ Ojulari on Twitter, select Kyle Pitts, tight end, University of Florida. Ooh. Break it down, Afante. Bam, ba, bam. You gotta be. This bam, is like ESPN. You gotta bam. run into the Mel Kiper analysis right into well, it. Well, let me tell you something about <laughs> Kyle Pitts here. I think that Kyle Pitts uh, <laughs> is. He's a unicorn. You don't see guys like him at the tight end position come around very often. I, I'm, I'm sorry. He's a what? He's a unicorn. <laughs> right. That, okay. that, that's a phrase. That's a phrase that, you use for like generational athlete. Very raw. <laughs> uh, well, not no, not very raw because Kyle Pitts is an incredible route runner as well. But size, athleticism, great hands, physical, great route runner, perfect technician. He's a decent enough blocker that you know he's not a liability there. Not the best blocker in the world, but you're getting him as a pass catcher. He's the type of guy, whether you line him in as an inline tight end, as a U tight end, line him in the slot, line him out wide, it doesn't matter. Kyle Pitts is going to make plays. I think he's an incredible pick here at six. And under normal circumstances, I wouldn't take a tight end in the top ten. Kyle Pitts is no average tight end. I've said it once and I've said it again. He's a unicorn. Who's your comparison? Uh, shades of Darren Waller, but more ooh, physical. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's intriguing. Very intriguing. All right. Is that, is that all we need on Kyle Pitts, the yep. unicorn, as he's now going to be forever known as? All right, <laughs> Peyton, pick number seven. With the seventh pick in the 2021 Duh Unwritten Rule mock draft, the Detroit Lions, via Joseph Baudet, Baudet however. <laughs> You've been friends with him for, like, almost two years. I don't remember if it's Baudet <laughs> or Baudet. Joseph can correct me if he wants. He selects Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Yeah. You see, with that pick, I I don't know. I feel like Micah Parsons, in terms of on-field ability, is worth that pick. Uh, from a size perspective, athleticism, from strength, uh, just from his instincts and ability to tackle, his 
versatility as a pass rusher as well. I feel like he brings a lot to the table that the Detroit Lions would love. There are some off-the-field concerns. He got accused of stuff that I don't really know if I should say on air. Uh, eh, we can skip it. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip it. Let's just say he was a, a very naughty boy in the locker room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and with that in mind, I do think he could slip a little bit. Uh, I could see the Lions going wide receiver here, but Micah Parsons isn't a bad pick. They have a huge need at linebacker, and if the Lions really think he can be a difference maker on their defense, then I say go for it. All right, Micah Parsons, intriguing prospect from the Lions. Eighth pick. Infante, I think it's your turn. Yeah. With the eighth pick in the 2021 The Unwritten Rule Mock Draft, the Carolina Panthers, by way of me, select <laughs> Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. By way of me. Yeah, Penny Sewell down to eight. What do you make of that? Uh, I mean, if Penny Sewell falls to eight, then the Panthers are running to the podium to turn that card in. I feel like he's the best offensive tackle prospect in years. People are souring on him a little bit because, oh, he's, he's got a little flabby body and he doesn't have super long arms. Who cares? The tape doesn't lie. The tape never lies. True. And uh, in terms of his power, his intelligence, his technique, his athletic ability, he is really, really good. And I feel like the Panthers don't have that set all-star offensive tackle. They have Taylor Moten. They franchise tagged, if I'm not mistaken. But I feel like that shouldn't stop you from adding Penny Sewell to go alongside him. I feel like he's the type of guy you can have as an anchor for that offensive line for years to come. Yeah, Penny Sewell, arguably like a top three prospect, isn't he? I mean, yeah, I, I have him eight. as uh, my number two guy right now. Behind I have, who? I have Trevor Lawrence number one, Penny okay. Sewell number I two, and uh, Kyle Pitts number three. Yeah, that's what that's what it seems like. It's a pretty good consensus. On to the ninth pick. Who was it? Me now? I think so. Yeah, it's yes. me. Okay, uh, with the ninth overall pick. The Denver Broncos, by way of Griffin, also known as, and I'm blank, he told us his nope, Twitter handle. No, it is no longer RTNS. Oh, it's that not? That Twitter is gone. Oh. He is gone. Well, by way of Griffin, whatever well, he may be. Too, he was suspended. Yep. Oh, by whatever way he may be on the future in Twitter. Griffin, for the Broncos, selects Patrick Sertan, the second cornerback out of Alabama. I am Infante. certain that this is the pick. Boo. Can't. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel like the Broncos might be the most unpredictable pick in this draft because you have the possibility they move up for a quarterback. If Justin Fields falls, I suspect that Denver is going to be as aggressive as anyone to move up to, say, like five or six. But if they stay put, I mean, they could use a cornerback. They added Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby, and they have Bryce Callahan and Michael Ojemudier. But if you get a guy like Patrick Sertain, I feel like Sertan – I keep doing that. I keep doing that. <laughs> if you get a guy like Patrick Sertan, that's the guy you can build a defense around at the cornerback position, which is growing in positional value by the year. I, I think it's a solid overall pick. I truthfully have no idea what the Broncos are going to do uh, come draft day, but I feel like this is an avenue they could pursue for sure. All righty. That's the Patrick Sertan nine to the Broncos. Kenny, you up. And with the 10th pick, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys <laughs> Represented by Dallas's own Chase Madison, select J.C. Horner, cornerback, what? University of South Carolina. J.C. Who? What? J.C. Horn. Sorry. Whoa. Okay. So, yes. Is this, is this a little John impression on air? J.C. Horn, cornerback, University of South Carolina. Oh, my ears. J.C. Kicked off the air. 
right. Infante, please, in a normal voice, okay. bring, us, bring right. us an analysis of J.C. Horn. Yeah, so J.C. Horn, he's been rising up draft boards recently, and I don't blame a draft analyst for having him that high. I don't think he should go that high, but especially if Sertan goes at 9, I, I feel like the Cowboys will still have to consider a cornerback there if they don't go O-line. J.C. Horn's a big physical guy who tested really well at his pro day. He's intelligent. He's the son of former Pro Bowl wide receiver Joe Horn. Oh, So he's got ties, and Patrick Sertan does too. His dad was a Pro Bowl corner for the Dolphins uh, 15, 20 years ago. But, yeah, a little back-to-back second-generation corner action here. I think that's a solid overall pick. For the Cowboys, I could see them going a line here as well, but I do think corner's the bigger need. J.C. Horn to the Cowboys. Peyton, are you ready for the 11th pick? I am. With the 11th pick in the 2021 KCOU Unwritten Rule mock draft, friend of the show, Zach Berman, selects Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, Northwestern. Also KCOU representative. Yes. Oh, that's true. Zach Berman is in KCOU. He does a lot of good work for the show. This is correct. Uh, Yeah, so I... I've been a big fan of Rashawn Slater since, like, October. I <laughs> I just love watching him play. I think that he's as technically sound as anyone in this class. He's a freak athlete. Is he a bit smaller? Yeah, sure. But I don't think that necessarily matters. Whether you have him as a guard or tackle, I think he's a day-one starter for this Giants offensive line. I love what they've done over the offseason. I think bringing in Kenny Galladay was an incredible move on their part. Uh to help try and surround Daniel Jones with some uh, additional talent, and then adding a blue-chip offensive line prospect like Slater. They drafted Andrew Thomas in the first round last year. You can never have too many offensive linemen. I like that approach, and I love the pick. All right, Rashawn Slater, 11-2, to the Giants. Infante, you're up at 12. Wait, let's let's oh. let you take this one, actually. Why me? Because Infante's the next pick. What? That's out no. of order. Oh, oh does yep. he want to do his own? Yeah, you can do your own Oh, pick. makes sense. All right, uh, our good friend Mike. A good, a good Twitter friend of ours. Mr. Oxlong. Presidential candidate Oxlong. I see. Um, former guest of the show. He was a former guest of the show. Shout out. And uh, for the Eagles, he is selecting Jalen Waddell, wide receiver from Alabama. And Fonte, Jalen Waddell, injured all of last season. What do you make of this pick at 12? You know, Michael, I think this is a good pick that you made. I think that... Uh, I think that. I don't you... know why I thought he was calling me Michael. For oh, a second. no. I'm no, just dumb. No. I know your name. You're not Michael. I know. Yeah. But I, I feel like this is a good pick for Philadelphia. I don't know if they think that Devontae Smith is a better scheme fit because they added Jalen Rager in the first round last year, and he's kind of in that speed dynamic. But I don't feel like Jalen Rager should be the type of guy to hinder you from getting Jalen Waddell, who I think is better than Henry Ruggs, who went 12th overall last year. Me too, I think for the that record. Waddell, yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. Waddle, Waddle. Yeah. Like a duck? Yeah, like... <laughs> When's you the last time you listened to the Duck flow. song? Uh, a while. Yeah. All you, right. You should do that tonight. No. But, yeah, I think Jalen Waddle, <laughs> in terms of athletic ability, he's a, probably the most athletic receiver in this class. Game-breaking speed, sharp coming in and out of his breaks. Uh, shown plenty of potential in terms of his technique, too, and he has better ball skills and better strength at the catch point than you'd expect. I'm a big fan of him. I think this is a good pick here at Philly. All right. Uh, Infante, you are next up with the 13th pick. The Chargers. With the 13th pick in the 2021 Don Ritten Rule Draft, the Los Angeles Chargers, by what? way of Jacob Infante, select Christian Darasaw, offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. 
That was that was pretty good. <laughs> I can't even lie. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. What, what, Thank please you very break much. down Christian Derisaw. All right. So I'm selfishly hoping as a Bears fan that Christian Derisaw falls to 20, but I don't think that's going to happen. Because the Chargers, they've made it a, a point to upgrade the offensive line. They've brought in guys like uh, Corey Lindsley, the all-pro center out of Green Bay. They brought in Matt Feeler, the guard from Pittsburgh, and Ode Abushi out of uh, Detroit. But they still need a left tackle. And I think Christian Derisaw can be exactly that. Uh, he's really nimble, but he brings a powerful punch to the point of attack. I'm a huge fan of just the physical tools he brings. Uh, technique can improve a little bit, but I feel like with a guy who's that strong and that athletic and that big, I feel like you're looking at a potential long-term starter on the blind side for a team that has their franchise quarterback. Now it's just a matter of surrounding him with pieces to protect him. I think the Chargers have done a good job of that so far, and if they get Derisaw in real life, I think they do an even better job too. Chargers going with Derisaw at 13. Kenny, your turn. With the 14th pick, the Minnesota Vikings, represented represented by Alex, Twitter, uh, Avi. Are you allowed to say that? Levine, please. Selects. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jeremiah. Owusu. Karamoa. Koromoa. Koromora. Linebacker. Close enough. Notre Dame. Yes. Linebacker. And he gave me his breakdown of why he thinks, the, he's a Vikings fan, why he thinks the Vikings should take. Why does he? Jeremiah. Do you want to know why? Yes. Uh, he, they said they need they need edge and linebacker help that can play all over. All right. Infante, do you agree? I do agree. I think that the Vikings could use help at a decent amount of defensive positions. And why not uh, bring in a guy who can really play anywhere on the field? I think of Wusu Koromoa. He's athletic enough to play in man coverage. You can put him in safety, uh, which you know they got rid of uh, – or not got rid of, but they lost Anthony Harris in free agency – uh, they can put him at linebacker. They don't really have a great weak side linebacker, and I think that with the Wusu Koromoa's athletic ability, he'd be a great fit there. He can rush the passer a decent amount. He's kind of small, but I think that just the athletic ability he brings, the value he has in coverage, and just the way he plays the game and how quick of a processor he is, I think that'd be a lot of fun for Minnesota. A lot of people are saying that they could go with an interior offensive lineman, which I think would be a good pick as well, but Wusu Koromoa would definitely be a lot of fun in Minnesota. Linebacker from Notre Dame going to Minnesota. That was in Fonte's analysis. Peyton, 15. With the 15th pick in the KCOU duh, unwritten rule mock draft of 2021, the New England Patriots via Betro Tuman select Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Ooh, another quarterback. All right. Yeah, so with Mac Jones, that's an interesting situation. I really don't know where he's going to go. I think he can go as high as 3 and as low as 15, but I don't expect the Patriots to pass on him if he's available this late because they have Cam Newton, but they don't have a replacement for him. And even then, Cam Newton is a shell of his former self. Mac Jones may not have the highest ceiling in this class, but I think he fits what a Belichick quarterback is. Intelligent. He's a crisp thrower of the football. He's accurate. You don't have to worry about him throwing off the back foot, making erratic throws. He knows what he's doing when he plays out on the field. Maybe not the strongest arm, maybe not the most athletic, but he is sound. And I feel like he's the type of guy that can really fit in that Belichick system. Uh, I'm a big fan of that for sure. I think that Mac Jones will probably go at 15 if he falls that far. All right, Mac Jones at 15. Infante, can I take announcing? You did do the next pick, but could I announce it? All right. For sure. All right. Well, wait. Oh, I misclicked it. There we go. With the 16th pick in the 2021 duh unwritten rule NFL draft, 
the Arizona Cardinals, by way of, of course, Jacob Infante. That's who's made, me. Who's made a lot of picks in this draft for I us. Have. They select Caleb Barley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Infante, break down Caleb Farley and why he's a good selection for the Cardinals. Another cornerback off the board. Another one, yeah. I feel like looking at this Arizona Cardinals roster, you can go in a, ha- a couple of different ways. You can go with an interior offensive lineman, which I almost did. You can go with a running back, which I didn't really consider, but they, you know, they're kind of weak at that position. But I looked at their uh, their cornerback position, and that's one of the most important positions in football. They invested heavily uh, by bringing in J.J. Watt to their front seven. But I feel like they could still use another good corner. Uh, I feel like Caleb Farley, if not for his microdisectomy, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's some sort of procedure with his spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a minor injury, though, and it'll see him drop a little bit, but I don't think it should ha- cause him any issues going forward. Super long, super athletic, super intelligent, great ball skills. He actually entered Virginia Tech being recruited as a wide receiver, ah. and the way that he attacks the ball, that's really apparent. Uh, I, I just love his ball skills, his ability to contort and make a play on the ball. I think that he's the type of guy who can really make some plays in that Arizona secondary. Richard Sherman vibes, but like the opposite. No, the same way. I Because he came in as a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, more or less, I do feel Sherman's a little more physical and Farley's a little more athletic, but it's under the same, you know, lengthy guys used to be wide receivers, attack the ball well, for sure. There it is. All right, well, we're halfway through, guys. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will have picks 17 through 32. This is the 2021 Duh Unwritten Rule KCOU Mock Draft. You're listening live on KCOU 88.1 This FM. message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back. The Unrun Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. That pause there was me realizing I actually do know this song. I thought I didn't, but yeah, I do. Go. Anyways, yeah. uh, we are in the mix of the first annual KCOU Duh Unwritten Rule mock draft of 2021. Jacob Infante is here with Kenny Van Doren, Peyton Haverman, and myself breaking down the latest and greatest draft picks from our good friends across the, I guess, football landscape and Unwritten Rule fandom landscape, we'll say. Um, we're on to pick number 17, and Kenny, you're on the clock to say the pick. Nick Swanson is on the clock to make the pick. Who's he going with? <clears throat> with the 17th pick. Ooh, deeper the voice. Las Vegas Raiders. Ding! <laughs> ding! My ding! 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 You can turn that off, you know. Oh, you can yeah, mute I can. notifications. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't do that. 
That was you. That was, Who that was, was that? Was not me. That was Peyton. No. That, that was Peyton. Infante, that was terrible. Come on. Terrible. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. Peyton, All right, Kenny, make terrible. the pick. I'm sorry for the dinner. <clears throat> With the 17th pick, the Las Vegas Raiders. Go Raiders. Represented by Nick Swanson of KCOU. Select Greg Newsom II, quarterback, Northwestern. All right. Okay. I can get behind that. I feel Greg Newsom. Uh, he's my cornerback three right now. I do have uh, Sertan and Caleb Farley ahead of him, but Greg Newsom is number three for me. Uh, and J.C. Horn is number four, but I recognize him in the minority there. Uh, oh, my – I hate you guys, but – What happened? Nothing. What? Nothing. Uh, but <laughs> We're making I'm funny typing, faces. Dude. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm typing. Greg Newsom second. I feel like in terms of route recognition ability, he's the best corner in this class. I feel like there's not a route concept that he isn't able to comprehend. There's not a play that he isn't able to pre-diagnose. Uh, and that just shows how aggressive he is in the film room and his ability to diagnose personnel and packages and say, okay, and we got two guys lining up on the far side, uh, three on the near side, there's no running back in the backfield, whatever. He's very good at that, and he's fluid, he's long, he's physical, maybe not the fastest guy in the world, but that doesn't matter when you can cover as well as he can. All right, Greg Newsom to the Raiders via Nick Swanson. Peyton, is it your turn? I yeah. believe it is. All right, go ahead. You're with the Dolphins. What happened to Mike? Where's Mike Ding? What, what happened? What happened? What? <laughs> Where's Mike Ding? Okay. There you go. <laughs> I had the computer muted. Anyway, go with ahead. With the 18th pick in the 2021 KCOU unwritten rule mock draft, the Miami Dolphins with their second first-round pick True. via Stefan Tiger uh, B.J. Ojolari, select Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher, Georgia. Um, fun fact about this pick, this wasn't originally Stefan Tiger's pick. Nope. It was another guy named Knowles Troy on Twitter. He got uh-huh. suspended he got and we suspended, couldn't find And him. he just tweeted at us today asking oh, about his pick, like bummer, during this. But, oh. Yeah. Oh. Very sorry. Knowles Troy, we'll make it up to you somehow. Somehow. Next year, you Next can have year. first dibs. <laughs> you can have the first pick, yeah. oh, the boy. easiest one. Infante. Why is Aziz Ojolari? Yeah, so Aziz Ojolari is the first edge rusher to come off the board here. Uh, here's the thing about Aziz Ojolari. He's not the biggest guy out there. He's not going to beat you with power. I think he's pretty athletic off the ball. Uh, I think he's pretty fluid in terms of his ability to rip and dip on the outside speed rush. And just the flexibility he brings in his hips, I think he does a very good job of. Hips don't lie? Hips don't lie. Whoa. Whoa. Whoopsies. My bad. But, yeah, so I feel like Aziz Ojolari, from a speed perspective, he brings a lot to the table. He's also pretty polished in how he uses his hands and his ability to uh, penetrate the backfield and uh, get guys off of his frame. So, solid pick here. I'm not a huge fan of just the edge rushers in this class in general, but I think Aziz Ojolari is a guy I like a decent amount. All right. Ojolari to the Dolphins at 18. Infante, you are on the clock for 19. You made this pick. Who are you going with? With the 19th pick in the 2021 to unwritten rule mock draft, brother, the Washington football team, by way of Jacob Infante, select Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman from USC, dude. What you gonna do? But yeah, I, I feel don't like know a, who that even was. That's Hulk Hogan. Oh, my bad. Okay. I, I feel the like Nature Boy. Nope, no, that's <laughs> no. Oh, different wrestler? That, yeah, that's Rick The Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. Randy Savage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. What does this descend it into? Infante, break down your pick. All right, so Elijah Vera Tucker, you can put him at tackle. You can put him at guard. I think he's a better guard at the next level. I'm really impressed with just the technique that he plays with, his ability to get his weight underneath him and maximize that lower half strength. 
Packs a mean punch at the point of attack. Polished athlete. I really like what he brings to the table. Yeah, he's a bit shorter, and he doesn't have super long arms, which makes me think, yeah, he can put him at guard at the next level. But regardless, Washington does need help along that offensive line. Uh, I think that's a good pick there. From me. He, he said guard, but then regardless. Oh, my Domer! gosh. Muting. All right. Kenny, uh, you're so proud of yourself. I'm going on I the clock with 20. You're laughing. I hate you. <laughs> with the 20th pick of KCOU's 2021 mock draft. Da Bears. The Da Bears select by way of Jack Sobel, representative from Da Bears. Devonta Smith. Good pick, Sobel. Thank wide you. receiver, Alabama, falling all the way to 20. Infante, please explain. Yeah, so in all reality, I don't know if Devonta Smith is going to fall that far because... He probably won't. <laughs> he, he probably won't. I'll just be honest with that. But if he falls to 20, the Bears better pick him. Because, sure, he's six foot and 166 pounds, but dang, if he's not the best route runner in this class, I feel like he's the most intelligent receiver in this class in his ability to get open, in his diversity and his releases off the snap. He's a good athlete, too. Strong, really strong hands. There are concerns about the weight and if you'll be able to hold up the physicality of the NFL, but... Hey, guess what? What? You don't have to bench press much to pick up a football. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good way of looking at it. Very nice job, Zach Jobel. If you do... If the Bears do take Devontae Smith in real life, I feel like this would be a stellar pick. I, I as a Bears fan, would be ecstatic with it. Uh, It's better than Kellen Mond in round one, so i definitely take it. (laughs) That'd be so funny. All right. Kenny, you're on the clock. With the 21st pick, the Indianapolis Colts. What? what? <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts by way of Justin Bear, who is currently on his way to the great state of Arkansas. Arkansas. Save travels, Justin, if you're listening. My turn to talk. Selects Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State University. It's not third down. Stop faking the keys. Talk, tell us about Tevin Jenkins. K-S-I-H. Red zone. I know Infante has some very strong opinions yeah, about true. I do Jenkins. have some very strong opinions about Tevin Jenkins, and they're good opinions at that. Uh, he's my favorite Ooh. to go to 20 uh, for the Bears, but if in this case the Bears take Devontae Smith, Tevin Jenkins is a slam dunk pick for the Colts. Probably the nastiest offensive lineman in this class. And sure, maybe he's not the most mobile. He's not as athletic as a guy like Slater or Derisaw. But he's just mean. He will punish you at the point of attack, and he'll bury you into the dirt. And I'm a big fan of how he uses his hands and just the angles he takes in pass protection. I feel like he's going to be maybe not an elite offensive tackle, but at the very least a very good one for quite some time. Giving Jonathan Taylor more help that's that's what we love to see here that's what that's, they that's have what in we mind love here. to see yep. that's yeah. what we love to see anyways uh whose turn is it peyton you're up so with the 22nd pick in the 2021 kcou duh unwritten rule mock draft the tennessee titans via jacob Infante once again uh, yeah select rashad bateman wide receiver minnesota i love you, rashad bateman oh, you sounded like yeah. upset when you yeah, said that because he's not a bear oh, i mean we got valid. devonta Smith yeah, in this so, yeah, yeah it kind of worked out yeah but yeah i'm also a huge fan of rashad bateman i feel like he's not necessarily the fastest receiver in this class but he's really crafty in his diversity and his routes and he's also physical with strong hands who can box out guys at the catch point on the 50 50 ball and the Titans did bring in Josh Reynolds, but they lost Corey Davis. I still feel like they need that, you know, more physical boundary X receiver. Re- uniting 
uh, Rashad Bateman with AJ Brown putting those guys on the same team together. I don't know why I said it like that. They don't have any past uh, yeah, history together. Yeah, <laughs> but they're two talented wide receivers at that. So I feel like that would be really helpful for uh, Ryan Tannehill as they try and find their offensive identity with Arthur Smith gone. All righty. And with that said, Bateman, twenty-two, Infante, you're on the clock, twenty-three. I don't have any other impressions I can really do right now. That's okay. With the 23rd pick... In we the t- weren't here for your impressions. <laughs> yeah. With the 23rd pick in the 2021 Unwritten Rule Mock Draft, the New York Jets, by way of Tyler Kading, select uh, Pat Fryermuth, tight end from Penn State. Interesting. <laughs> just that little <laughs> silence there. I, I was going to say gonna something, and I, I, I just wanted to go to... I know Pat Fryermuth is good. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily something the Jets really need to prioritize or not. Yeah, That's for you to break down because I don't know yeah. about this pick. Yeah, so this is a very Tyler pick because I know he's a huge fan of Pat Fryermuth kind of going against the grain. I like him a lot. I wouldn't take him in round one, but I do think he's a talented player. Uh, pretty versatile. I think he's a really good athlete, strong hands, you know, strong frame. Uh, developing as a blocker. I feel like there's a lot to like in Fryermuth. I don't know if tight end is the best positional value here because they do have Christopher Herndon, who has proven to be pretty solid, and they have bigger needs elsewhere. But if they have the opportunity to take him, if they really like him, then you know I say go for it. I feel like you can't have enough weapons to surround your uh, future franchise quarterback Zach Wilson with. So, all told, I'm I'm not going to really complain about this pick. I'm higher on Pat Fryermuth than most people too, so I, I get the appeal. All right, Farmuth to the Jets at 23. I'm on the clock with the 24th pick in the KCOU Duh Unwritten Rule 2021 mock draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers, by way of notable Steelers fan Jack Sarkis, select Najee Harris, running back Alabama. The first running back is off the board. What do you, what do you make of it, Infante? I mean, I feel like this pick is more or less a foregone conclusion if he's available at 24. I feel like the Steelers have the worst group of running backs in the NFL. Maybe the Dolphins. Maybe the Dolphins give them a run for their money, but the Steelers definitely up there. Run. Get it. Running back. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that Najee. What's your issue? What? What's your issue? (coughs) You're looking at Kenny. I'm looking at you. No, need, you a, need a I'm tissue. Side eyeing you. What? What's oh, your issue? We're gonna run out of time with all this banter. You gotta. All right. Gotta, so yeah, Najee Harris. Super, <laughs> I gotta tweet all these. Super powerful. Yeah, you do. Super explosive. Get on the tweets. Uh, strong hands. <laughs> really productive at the Alabama level. I'm a big fan of what he brings to the table. Steelers could go offensive line here, but I really like the value of Najee Harris at 24. I don't have time to tweet all this. <laughs> Peyton's suffering over there. 24. All right. We we're really feeling like Goodell, like mid second round. Where he's just slumped in his chair. He's so tired eating the giant bowl of M&M's that he's got or whatever. Kenny. I would like to mention that. Did anyone go to Trevor Lawrence's birthday party? True. That is, that is a theory. <laughs> would you like that to bet a, a box combo on this one, Penny? That Trevor Lawrence isn't going All on? Right. Yeah. Who has confirmed it? With the 25th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, represented by Zach Hernandez. Again. Zach. Again. He actually chose this one. Terrace Marshall, wide receiver, Louisiana State University. The draft sound effect is like a, it's like a dog whistle for everybody. Like you guys were talking, and I played it, and you instantly went into selection mode. Uh, Infante, Terrace Marshall. Yeah, so Terrace Marshall, I think he's pretty raw, but there's there's a lot to like with him. He's a big dude, super athletic, great hands, great ball skills. Is he the most uh, polished route runner? Not quite, but I do like this pick a lot. I think the Jaguars. 
could use another wide receiver. I don't know if they'll take another one in round one. I do expect they'll take one early, though. Uh, Terrace Marshall, high upside pick, a great developmental guy alongside your franchise quarterback for sure. All right. Uh, Peyton, you're on the clock at 26 for Peyton Hayes. on the clock. With good. the 26th overall pick in the KCOU Duh Unwritten Rule 2021 mock draft, the Cleveland Browns Cleveland. via Nick Dalheim, Kenny's cousin, <laughs> select Saban Collins, linebacker. Tulsa. This is a very good pick, uh, Kenny's cousin. I do feel like <laughs> I feel like Zaven Collins, he's a little bit of a hybrid linebacker. He could play off the edge. He can play as an off-ball guy. Look at like a Kyle Van Noy. Looking at that type of guy, he can rush the passer well. He's big-bodied. He's lengthy. But he's also really athletic and super fluid. Uh, is he the most polished in terms of his instincts? Not quite. But I feel like the physical upside is so huge with him. I think it's a really good pick for a team that needs some linebacker help. All right. Zayvon Collins, 26, to the Ravens. Infante, you're on the clock, 27. With the 27th pick in the 2021, duh, unwritten rule, <laughs> uh, mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens, by way of Aaron Brozek, <laughs> select... No, that was really funny to Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ke- Kenny you really... said her name. Yeah, I said her name. I said her full name. <laughs> I think that's the first time I might have said her full name. Can you like, please first pick to the last? Pick. Say the pick. We don't have time. How you doing, buddy? Pick. Uh, ah, my my hand just went numb. She picked Quiddy Pay. She picked Quiddy Pay, edge rusher out of Michigan. Uh, and I feel like the Ravens, now that they have two first round picks, they can afford to take an edge rusher if they so choose. Uh, they lost Matt Judon in free agency, and they lost Yannick Nagakwe as well. Quiddy Pay, a bit raw, but super big, super athletic, uh, powerful hands, really fluid. Uh, raw, yes, but I feel like the Ravens have been able to develop those kind of guys in the past. All right. Tw- Quiddy Pay, 27 to the Ravens. I'm doing 28. And with the 28th pick in the KCOU Dunn written rule NFL draft, kind of got to speed along now. But our good friend, I actually don't know who this is, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar, He's always Jack. a good friend. of. They're always a good friend of the show. Who is this? <laughs> is this our friend on Twitter? Here, I'll do it. Um, okay. <laughs> with the... 28th pick, the New Orleans Saints select Quinn Colby. (laughs) Oh my god. Via Quinn Colby, the Saints have selected Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, Uh, wide receiver receiver Florida. Florida. Infante, give us like two points. Okay, Kadarius Tony, super athletic, super versatile, super elusive after the catch. That's more than two. Shut up! Next pick. Kenny, 29. (laughs) Hurry up. With the 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Represented by Michael underscore Chai23 on Twitter. He's a Chicago man, but he's a Packers fan. Gross. He's going with Liam Eikenberg, offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Of course, the Chicago man goes with the Notre Dame man. Yep, that's all right. about yeah. all. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Michael, you're the worst type of person being a, sh- a Chicago guy and a uh, Packers fan. But he's also like a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan or something. He, well, I, I can assume he's but, one of those two, but Liam Eikenberg, technically sound. Powerful, uh, not super athletic, but I feel like he's a solid starter. Peyton. Ah! <laughs> With the 30th overall pick in this draft, uh, I'm not saying all of it, uh, the Buffalo Bills via Peter Camp are selecting Jalen Phillips, edge rusher Miami. Jalen Phillips, lots of like with his game. Big guy, super athletic. I think he's got some pretty good hand usage. Uh, some medical concerns. He retired because of a concussion back in like 2017 or 18 or something like that. But he came back, got cleared. 
uh, a bit of a risk, but I think the Bills can afford to take it. All right. And 31, Infante. The 31st pick in the 2021 to Unwritten Rule mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens, by way of Aaron Brozak, with help from me, uh, select Creed Humphrey Center from Oklahoma. So... It could go offensive tackle here because you got rid of Orlando Brown. You traded him over earlier today. But Creed Humphrey is an incredible center, uh, really technically sound, really powerful, tested really well. I think he's a better athlete than what he showed on tape. Uh, I like this pick a lot for Oklahoma, for uh, the Ravens along their offensive line. Very good job, Aaron. Also, originally this was supposed to be Jason Awe uh, via Kara Brown for the Chiefs. Yes, that was her pick um, before it got traded on the day. What- the Ravens are also expected to sign... Alejandro Villanueva. Alejandro. Tackle yes. who played for the Steelers. Ah, yeah. So they may be go. filling their void with that. All right. We're down to the last pick. and Do we need to do this one? We really do. Brandon uh, Lame. Our good friend Brandon, Brandon Lame. Lame. Selects with the 32nd pick and the final pick of the first round in the <laughs> KCOU. Duh, unwritten rule draft. You just interrupted me as the Sorry. commissioner. You are fired, Infante. Okay. Uh, the Buccaneers, by way of Brandon, select Gregory Rousseau from... Miami, he's a defensive end. Infante, is, is it Rousseau? It's Rousseau. Rousseau. I was, I was, I was closer. Haha. <laughs> Infante, break it down. Yeah, but I think with Gregory Rousseau, the Buccaneers get a guy who can maybe not be a day one starter, but they don't need it because they have Jason Pierre-Paul and they have Shaq Barrett. When JPP presumably leaves next offseason, they have a really good guy in Rousseau who's long, he's athletic, uh, good hands. Is he raw? Absolutely, but he was super productive in 2019. I feel like he should still go round one. All righty. Well, guys, I mean, that's going to that's gonna do it. We did it. We've we rounded it, it off. We you guys have it. any final Yay! quick thoughts? No, we did we ended it. a little quick, boop, boop, but... Boop, 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 boop. I know, I know there was a lot of picks in there. And, Fonte, thank you so much for all your uh, analysis. It was very appreciated. Yeah, thank you. Thanks you for having me on. You will never be allowed back on the show ever this again. This is true. I did just this fire you. I did fire yeah. you this for... This is actually the end? It started off well, and then it just went downhill. I did fire you, you for uh, interrupting jacket. me. What do you have against me? I provided good analysis. I did my job. You weren't paid. This isn't a job. <laughs> <laughs> thank all you right, all well, for joining us. Thank you all for joining <laughs> us for the first annual... KCOU, Unwritten Rule. Um, if you like this one, we're going to do an NBA mock draft. Rule mock draft. Full two rounds. I'm going to make you guys study Full up. No, I'm kidding. Two I am rounds. not live tweeting. That, <laughs> that is someone else's all job. seven rounds. <laughs> all right. And, uh, yeah, don't miss the NFL draft next Thursday, and that's going to do it for us here on the Unwritten Rule. Hope you enjoyed, and take care. See ya! See ya! Thank you.